Welcome back. It is Think Breaks, um, and we're all together. Oh. Um, yeah, we're all here. It's me, your boy, Karen K2T, with the man Toby Colossus. Oi, oi. With the man Jack Echo Motion. Yes, yes. And joining us today, we've got a producer who was born in York, based in London now. Loads of releases out on Galaxy Solvent. Chances are you've probably heard of him if you're a fan of the podcast anyway. Definitely. Yeah, uh-huh. And he's got a mixtape session called Art and Soul Sessions. It's the one and only Aperio. How are we doing? Very good. Good to see you, man. Good to see you. It's been a while. It has indeed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has indeed. I think, like I was just saying before the show, like about a year ago now, I last saw you at it would have been. All Red Bus Station. Yeah, Leeds yeah. days. Come on. Leeds, Leeds, Leeds. Yeah. <laughs> Guess it's a Leeds episode now, all right? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go, Jack. We've met each other before as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah briefly, innit? Yeah. Yeah, like three years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Camden days. Woo! <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but speaking of which, you have uh, you've moved to London I this have. year, haven't you? Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Was, how have you um, found that? It was quite different to kind of where I'm from up north in York. It was a bit of a big move. So mm-hmm. a couple of months in, I was I was getting a bit homesick. To be fair, but then now I think when kind of summer came and like Easter summertime, things started getting more fun really, and just like yeah, started really enjoying it. Got a good friendship group here, and yeah, I'm, I'm now fully fully kind of settled in London now which is which is fun yeah it's really good man yeah yeah that's good to hear yeah it's um very different like I think culturally it's a very different place to the north I think uh London yeah um but there's a lot to you know there's a lot to get involved in yeah totally yeah you can't go wrong really yeah yeah are you up to much uh this weekend obviously you've yeah uh, so with your time this morning yeah yeah (laughs) on this bank holiday yeah I'm I'm literally just enjoying the the bank holiday yeah so all point cease festival after this okay cool uh I think it's disclosure headlining it but I think um just the the whole day in general had was like big big variety of music so like Muramasa got quite into him during lockdown so he's playing Mm. uh there's like Charlie XCX there's a lot of like kind of uh, indie pop artists as well there and I just thought it'd be a bit of a different change from going to D&B events all yeah, the time yeah, yeah it's a um, much different pace right exactly and to it. you can get inspiration from going to these events oh, totally. you know mm. yeah, yeah. Um, it's not good to kind of just be in the same you know kind of you know narrow-minded kind of way of thinking all the time yeah, I think it's yeah. good to to go out and, and listen to different genres yeah definitely um, that's something we always talk about on yeah, the podcast exactly. to be fair yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah, atmosphere yeah. is completely different as well when you go to an event where there isn't any DMB as well yeah, yeah totally, right? totally yeah. I, think, I think Shy FX is playing so I'll go catch that nice yeah. Um, but yeah that's what I liked about it it was like a mix of everything um, mm. And then, yeah, and I'm going to try for the first time go to Notting Hill Carnival on the oh, Sunday or Monday. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. tomorrow, I think it starts. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's another thing for me that, you know, brand new, never been. Yeah. Um, that's a life event, that. Have you been? Yeah. Yeah. I've, n- I've never been, no, but no, I've, I've, I've next seen, year, yeah? seen videos. Yeah. But, yeah, oh, think breaks goes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah. yeah, so just basically soaking up what's to offer, really, like this weekend. Amazing. Um, and then I might even go see Monroe play. Too. It's, it's a busy one, but I might even go yeah. see Monroe play as well tomorrow. Nice. nice. Um, ah, good old technicals. Well, we unfortunately lost about two or three minutes of recording, but we basically prompted Aperio to chat a little bit about receiving online criticism and how to approach it and not let it affect your artistic approach when making music. So without further ado, here's some of what he had to say. But things yeah. like, like you know, if someone did say something like your snare sucks, like I wouldn't even be offended by that because, because yeah. for me, I'm I'm more a kind of it's all about the vibe for me and and not the kind of oh yeah this has to be exactly right I don't mm. know you listen to some yeah. kind of high contrast tunes or I don't know even like some caliber tunes and you think like you know that could be maybe be slightly better but like that's the authenticity of like that producer he's you know he's putting out his music and he's kind of. You know, that's the way it is. You know, it shouldn't have to be polished completely to perfection every every time. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, like, yeah, I don't know. I just think things like that. Um, best just like not letting it get to you. Really, you know, if someone yeah. comments on mix downs, I just think it's a bit. Yeah. Oh well, <laughs> you can't please everyone. Yeah, yeah. Totally, and yeah. and even when yeah. everyone starts mentioning, you know, this tune's an absolute classic. It's always these tunes that actually don't have exactly. the best mix. Downs. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you listen to old logistics or yeah. Old, old like hospital stuff, and the mix downs are like something kind of almost nostalgic about that. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, yeah, exactly. The yeah. fact that it isn't pristine and it sounds a bit kind of uh, rough around the edges. Totally. Uh, 
So, yeah. I know um, Willem put out like a tweet chain mm. the other week. Um, and I think he like screen capped it and put it onto Instagram. That's where I saw it. But it was literally about that. And he, mm. was, he was essentially saying that all of this sudden focus on the mix that I mean I don't think it's sudden I think it's kind of been coming along the last few years with yeah, kind of the attitude decade. towards it yeah mm. um, but he was yeah he was saying exactly the same thing that he just thinks there's there's almost like a decline mm. in in what's coming out and a lot of sort of what's coming out because he masters a lot of stuff as well mm. and he just said he's seen a lot of sort of factory line stuff that all yeah. sounds very similar and although it sounds good mm. it's not necessarily unique or it, it doesn't yeah. show that individual it could be like you could listen to it and you could think like you could, you could list like five or six producers that probably made it because yeah, exactly. yeah, they're yeah, all trying yeah. to fit that mold, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, which you know, there's nothing wrong with that either. But um, I think personally, I, I want to kind of always be able to put a track out and and people kind of know like, oh, that's probably a period or something like that. Yeah. You know? yeah, of course. Um, in some way or another. But, yeah, identity is a huge thing, man. Mm, especially mm. in drum bass, as you say, like mm. yeah. especially in this day and age as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. totally. Yeah, there's, yeah, that's it. Like everyone's, a lot of people are doing it, especially through lockdown. It was quite, quite. Um, a lot of people had a lot of time, didn't they? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, loads of music coming out. Yeah, yeah, man, definitely. I think it depends as well. There, you know, there there is a little bit of sort of what your end goals and aspirations are. I think because mm. some people are just happy to be putting a bit of music out, and some people really want to work with a specific label to the mm. point maybe they're channeling their sound mm. to sound like that and I know yeah. sort of the mix down comes in with that and some labels have like a real fine-tuned approach to things like mix downs as well where they'll like stem master yeah. for example mm. you know a few and and I think there is an attitude of that a lot of artists now are sort of just trying to get their name out there maybe mm. rather than like you say you know at the end of the day it, it is music just because you're sat behind a computer like it, it is music and you wouldn't necessarily pick up a guitar and try and sound exactly the same as someone else write yeah. lyrics really similar mm. to someone else true yeah go, like, yeah if you apply it to any other genre it actually sounds silly doesn't it yeah. like you know yeah. if you if you literally tried to make music exactly like I don't know the Arctic Monkeys and you had the Northern accent singing and you had like <laughs> everything the same yeah you're just gonna get called everyone's out, just yeah, like what the hell are you doing yeah, yeah. it's but, like I don't know if you guys have seen that video of like Snoop Dogg 50 Cent and so on talking about obviously I can't quote it for obvious reasons but <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. but it's like uh, talking about how a lot of rappers now all sound the same you know mm. doing that whole mumbling oh, style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. style and he's like you know you'll never catch me doing that sort of thing because you know I'm doing me yeah and you know, that's almost an ideology that is sometimes missing from drum and bass at times. Yeah, you know? yeah definitely. Yeah. Yeah. People always like, you know, I want to be the next, you know, the next logistics, the next caliber, mm. so on. But it's not about being the next logistics, the next caliber. It's about being you. Yeah. 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 It, it seems like the new one is being the next Monroe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've seen that. That is very Monroe-y, you know. Yeah. Really? Have you seen that? Yeah. Cause yeah. You, do you hear it? I hear, like well, I hear it. <laughs> I hear it like with hybrid minds as well. Like um, mm. a lot of people trying to kind of mimic that as well. But, yeah. Because it's tried and tested, isn't it? Really? Yeah, yeah, it works. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you guys remember the days of hybrid minds before they were hybrid minds? Yeah. When they were sensor and I can't remember. Oh, sensor in haste, I think. Sensor right? in haste. Yeah, oh yeah. my wow. god, they used to be like solely jump up producers. Yes. Wow. That's when I first uh, oh, knew. Them. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That, maybe that was maybe a bit before my time. Yeah, I think that, I think <laughs> yeah, we're talking two thousand, like pre two thousand and ten, maybe. I right. think, Somewhere <laughs> around that. Because I remember like. You know, like when I was first getting into Liquid, they yeah. were like pretty underground and uh, yeah. the mixes were very different to uh -huh. what they are now. Yeah. Um, and like, yeah, it's just, it's interesting to watch them grow, like see totally, how, it's yeah. they just sold out Wembley Arena, yeah. you know. Well, that, that's, that's what insane. I was getting to, like seeing yeah. them when they first were this, like these jump up pairing mm. and then fast forward about like a decade and they're literally selling out. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing, isn't it? It's crazy, yeah. man, it's crazy. And it's... they're at every festival yeah. going. Like, yeah, good on them, man, yeah. that's yeah. good stuff. But then I guess that's, that's part of it as well, isn't it? It's testament to how long they've been doing it. Mm. And that's another thing, you see yeah. a lot of people nowadays, they want to sort of, Fast track it. Right now. Almost, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without being disrespectful. You know, you've got all these resources, all these YouTube videos, mm. Patreon, like one-to-one -one tutoring. There's a lot of that going on. Mm. And I think people think they can just mm. get straight to it in a couple but of months. I think it's because there are people that somehow do end up doing that. So, like, you know, you see these, like, 19, 20-year-old producers who just blow up. Yeah. And, yeah, and, yeah. And, yeah. and it's mad. Like, what's that guy? 
called Lude or whatever at the moment, who literally yeah. a year ago no one had heard of. Oh, yeah. Now he's playing every single yeah. festival around the world from like that land down under tune or whatever it is. And oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, <laughs> but, but you see those stories and you think, oh, well, I want a bit of that. Yeah. I, yeah. Want, I want that kind yeah, of yeah. shoots yeah. of fame in totally. like in a year. Yeah. Um, whereas really like those artists might not have that kind of, you know, when that does kind of fizzle out, yeah, they haven't got that back catalogue to sit on. They've just exactly. kind of got those few yeah. tunes. Yeah, yeah. I think it's healthier to kind of. And I was chatting to Edward about this at Liquidity Festival. Uh-huh. He was saying like, you know, it's healthy to have like a lot of a big back catalogue of tunes that people can then once they've heard your tune that maybe blows up, they can go back and listen to so much, and you've got so much there to kind of yeah, offer. Yeah, them. totally. Yeah. Um, and like you know, like someone like Etherwood, you know, you look, listen to his like you know back catalogue and he's. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and it's very consistent. Yeah, exactly. Consistency yeah. is the main. And you can see the growth as well. Like yeah, how yeah. he got onto album three from album two and album yeah. two from album one. But again, that's 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 what I mean when you say you look at these people and they kind of stick, not with the same sound, but they really commit to something and they keep mm. going with it for ages, and eventually exactly. it works. And you look exactly. at all these these big artists; they have all been in the scene way longer than you might yeah. assume they. And have. that's why Hybrid Minds to me is like good on them because. You know, they're in like the probably seem like they're probably in like the mid thirties now or something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But they must have been at it since the I don't know, twenty year old, maybe even yeah, eighteen. Maybe yeah, teenagers, yeah, yeah. And if it's taken them fifteen years to get to this point, it's like hats off for not just like getting a day job and yeah, and just totally. settling for that. Yeah, and yeah. and mm. now they're getting the rewards that they deserve from just persevering, I guess. Yeah, consistency. Man. Yeah. It's something we always talk to each other about. And it's like, <laughs> you need to be more consistent, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true, if you're consistent with your music, man, like yeah, that's consistent with anything, way. really. Yeah, not even just anything. music. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a yeah. way to get stuff going. Yeah. And not necessarily just with putting it out all the time, but even like with... Just, yeah, the practice. Yeah, and maybe even to an extent like a bit of quality control. Yeah, like, yeah. Like for me, it. I know I struggle with that. I'm yeah. probably oh, same, yeah. way too hard on myself. Yeah, like, you are. This isn't as good as that other thing. Yeah. But then in reality... Mm. It's not really for me to judge, is it? Yes. Yeah. This is the problem. Like, I, there's a point where I've heard some, so many times that I've made that I completely start to lose the plot with whether it's good, bad, okay. Like, I don't have a clue. I just yeah, I yeah. press play and I just I don't know whether it's a good tune, a bad tune. And I think in the end, I just I do just have to kind of put it out there, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. and see what other people think. Yeah. Because if you just start thinking it's not good enough or whatever for some reason, which might not be right, then you've just wasted like a whole tune that. Sometimes, if you do leave, you might come back to it like a year later and be like, "Why the hell did I not yeah. put that out?" Yeah, yeah. And that <laughs> does happen more yeah. more cases than not, doesn't yeah, it? Really, definitely. It's like, yeah. Yeah. and Why? for all you know, that tune you probably didn't leave might have been someone's favorite tune by you. Yeah, yeah, because exactly. you know. yeah. yeah, it's yeah. so subjective. Exactly. I always yeah. find that with sending demos to labels, you mm. often send like maybe like I don't know, like three to four tunes, and you're like, "They're really gonna like this one." Yeah. Not sure about this one though. And then it's like, oh, not sure about them, but I really like that yeah, one. It's, it's the, the one opposite. that you didn't think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this yeah. is why. It's <laughs> why you got to do it. Cause, yeah. Because it always does take you by surprise. Like, yeah. What you you know? Sometimes the trap that it's because you think, oh, that trap didn't take long to make. Yeah. So that's probably the, the it's got the least quality in it. Like it's not mm, really. Yeah. But then sometimes the ones that just don't take long to make and are quite simple end up being like the best ones. You know. Yeah. 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 And the ones yeah. you overcomplicated and put yeah. too much crap in. Uh-huh. end up just being a bit a bit average. So, yeah, totally. yeah, absolutely, yeah. 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 I really like um, I really like Lensman's approach. He did a video a while back. In, I think it might have been on that Sample Genie website, mm. Digital Labs on one of those. But mm. he essentially says that he'll have like, he'll, he'll set himself a studio day or an allocated amount of time and he'll sit down and just come up with a load of sketches. So we're like pre-made drum loops. He'll chop up a lo- like a load of samples, some stuff that he's sampled, some like his own stuff. And he'll kind of get an idea rolling, maybe like 16, 32 bars, make a folder, date it, and then come back to it a month later. Yeah. And the ones yeah. that he's still feeling, he's like, right, nice. they must be good. Because you lose that, like you said, when you're on it, on it, on yeah. it, you lose that objectivity. Yeah, and I think that's a really good idea because trying to just like start with a blank canvas and be like, right, I'm going to start a tune now and finish it. Yeah. It's like it's quite daunting, isn't it? Right? Yeah. yeah. But if, yeah. if you're just putting no pressure on yourself and you're just saying, right, I'm going to make 16 bars, then we're done. We don't need to finish a track. Yeah. Yeah. You instantly kind of a bit more just like at ease. With, yeah, with yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, good idea. Yeah, I might yeah. do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's because you're, you're not looking at your project as an end product. And that's yeah. the thing yeah. where I think a lot of it, like I struggle with it a lot, yeah. where I'll do a track and it's like, it's a two minute sketch, 
but and I'll think, oh, this is rubbish. But that's because I'm comparing it to the finished yeah, track exactly, I made yeah. that yeah. got released three months and ago. That's not a healthy thing. That's to not do at all. Really, and then I end up giving up on it when yeah. I'm thinking, no, I should stop, leave it for about a month or two, yeah. come back later. Mm. Definitely, yeah. Mm. It's really hard not to compare, though, like with any yeah. creative process, mm. I think, especially with that. Like with sometimes tracks can take a while, sometimes they'll come up quick. Yeah. But even a quick idea that genuinely is really good, you will. You'll you'll come out of the DAW and you'll put your Spotify on, you'll start listening to other chains. You're like, oh, oh yeah. sake, like, why doesn't mine sound like. And it's so That's why I don't listen to break anymore. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I do think it's kind of bad to start a tune, then take a break, listen to some finished drum and bass yeah, and then yeah. go back to your tune yeah. it just completely it's throws gonna, you off yeah, it's, it's never, never going to well. sound as yeah. good as it so no. yeah it's counterproductive sometimes mm. so. I try and I try and have like a little rule of thumb where if I'm going to work on something particular on a day whether it's house or drum and bass or anything like that I don't listen to it all day mm. or I'll like listen to something else mm. but generally not like try not to active listen just have something on and then mm. or even nothing like half hour before but I'll try and set a bit of time and just think right that's what I'm doing today. Not listening to anything that could influence that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's helped, but... Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I always remember learning that you should always have a, like a little 50-minute break every hour of making yeah. music, like, oh, just okay. to like unflush your brain. But I think that's maybe more from like a mixed-down point of view. Yeah, so you're fatigue, not just, you know, yeah, yeah, fatigue, exactly. So you're not just like, oh yeah, this sounds good. Yeah. And then you wake up the next morning, you're like, mm. what the fuck did I do with this mixed-down <laughs> kind of thing? Yeah. And, uh, I'm quite... I'm a producer that is more uh, like that, though, where I'm yeah. little and often. Like, yeah. mm -hmm. some producers can do like five hour sessions. Stints, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, need, sure. I have like a kind of, um, you know, I don't know, I, I can't concentrate for long periods of time. So yeah. I do have to kind of go make a coffee or yeah. just watch yeah. some YouTube videos or just something else like yeah. in between. And then I go back. But then sometimes, you know, if you get in like a YouTube rabbit hole, you can be like an hour in and just being yeah, like, and, just be like Shit, oh. and then you've lost all your productivity then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's getting that balance. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. I read a Zero T interview recently, I think it was on UKF, and he said that he's very similar to that. He said he smokes quite heavily. Right. So mm. he'll sort of sit and be uh, working yeah. on something, get up, go and have a fag, make mm. a coffee and that come back. And it's a similar thing, Is he'll almost feel refreshed every time yeah, he sits yeah. down. Yeah. And then... Yeah, because sometimes if you get right bogged down in the details, I mean, like, some people don't mix as they go, but, like, say if I was working on something, I'll start tweaking yeah. EQs mm. and that, and you're almost falling into that mix-down trap rather than just working yeah, it. Yeah, you don't know when to stop. Go away, come back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah. can you can keep adding to it. Mm. But. Definitely. Nice, yeah. Yeah, so let's bring it back to uh, to the man Aperio a bit more. <laughs> <laughs> that was a long time, John. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Think Praise, literally. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, you're you're a drummer, obviously, aren't you? Yeah. Like you've you've yeah, posted yeah. a fair few kind of drumming alongside drum bass kind of tracks and whatnot. Yeah. Nice. Um, how long have you been drumming for? Has it been since like that was yeah um, since I was uh, about seven or eight? I, that was nice. the instrument that I yeah. picked up as a kid, and then my parents got me lessons at school and I kind of did the grades yeah, yeah. got to like grade 8 and stuff and I kind of I loved drumming but part of me felt like there was something slightly not uh, satisfying about playing in bands I don't know why I just right, kind of yeah. I think I, want more, I wanted more creative control over uh, yeah. what was happening yeah. and when you're yeah. in a band You've got loads of different personalities and everyone's got to be pleased There's yeah. a lot of clashing yeah. ideas yeah. often isn't there Yeah So I ended up like playing around on like uh, my dad's like also into music. He plays piano, so we had like uh, some software called Magic's Music Maker. It's like a really basic software that you can buy from like PC World. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and uh, I started messing around on that, and I just loved like getting samples and putting them in, and like I created yeah, like yeah. hip hop beats. And then that was when I realised I was like, I actually want to just make music. I don't want to be in the back playing drums. I want yeah. to be making music. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, and then I discovered, and then my sister is a bit older than me. She's like five years older, so she was listening to. I remember she was like going out, and I was hearing it through the bedroom wall, just like listening to shy effects and like chasing status. I was like, what's all this about? And then obviously you kind of look up to your older siblings, so I was yeah. just uh, like looking it up myself, and then I was just getting really into that. And I thought I'm going to give it a go to see if. Yeah, totally. I wanted to kind of impress my sister. Like, look at me, I've made what you're listening to. I've made it, and it's like. It was a bit rubbish back then, but <laughs> yeah, I just thought like, yeah, this is this is this is what I want to be doing. I think. Yeah, and totally. Yeah. That was in like secondary school and and college, and then 
it wasn't until I got to Leeds uh, for uni, Leeds Beckett for uni, yeah. that they really started being like, okay, this is, you know, there's a scene here for it. And uh, They're absolutely, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> I want to get involved in the DJing, which I'd never done before. Yes, yeah, yeah. Stuff like that, yeah. Yeah. Did you find your background with drums then kind of helped massively with DJing? Because obviously there's a lot of like timekeeping and stuff. Yeah. Like I, think, I imagine like you, you were able just to throw yourself in there and be like yeah. a step up from maybe the I average think, starter, you know? I think drumming, yeah, for the rhythm and kind of, yeah, just being able to know when to put tunes in and drop tunes and stuff. But really, to be honest, it was more just, I think I've kind of got a musical brain, even though I don't yeah. play like a pitched instrument like piano or guitar. Uh-huh. I know I know what sounds right. I know yeah, what sounds yeah, good. Yeah, I think yeah. that's what a producer needs, really, is just to know if something sounds wrong or something sounds right. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so I think overall it was just a bit of just my kind of the way my brain functions. I think kind of made it easy to to get into DJing and get into totally, kind of yeah, nice. the production. Um, so drumming, I kind of think it's its separate, it's its own thing because. Even though people say to me like, "Oh, you're a drummer, so drum and bass should be like second nature." Yeah, yeah. I do think that processing drum and bass drums doesn't feel yeah, very similar to drumming right, yeah. like yeah. it's very different yeah, yeah, yeah. and sometimes I even forget like that you know I'm, I'm making these drums and people are like oh you know it should be really easy for you and it's like I don't know it just feels like a different, <laughs> a different process, yeah, process altogether yeah, yeah. Um, and it is very regimented drum and bass drums it's quite repetitive yeah, yeah. yeah. so you know if you were a drummer in a band you'd be putting in loads of fills every uh, 16 bars or whatever and with drum and bass I feel like it doesn't need that it kind of uh-huh. needs that so yeah very different I think very different kind of things but, nice okay yeah. so in terms of like because obviously you say working in a band you found that more difficult mm. so then how does your approach to collaborations kind of work in think, that sense I think that's yeah I think that's different like I've never been in a duo with production so and that's all the time that's kind of like you know every tune every decision is made with a, yeah. another person with a collab it's like it's just a tune isn't it so you yeah. don't if, if it doesn't go your way or you don't think it sounds that great it's like I mean you can just say like you know I think this should be different but also it's kind of a one-off thing I think it's very different with a, with a collab and I think you'd only choose to collab with that person if you knew yeah. Yeah. that you'd work well together you know yeah. so like if I I'd make a lot of tunes with lower um and it's just so easy going, like the relationship with him and making tunes. So there's no issues really. Yeah, yeah. 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 And like, I guess you get like you play into each other's strengths and so on. Like mm. you know what he's good at, you know what you're good at, so you know how it's going to work out. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. And you know his tunes are different to mine, but there's a lot of kind of like crossovers as well. So I feel like it's just a natural thing to to happen, you know. But I wouldn't, you know, if if a collab came about and it wasn't working, I would kind of. You know, just say like, yeah, maybe, maybe it isn't working. Yeah, it, yeah. Hasn't, it hasn't happened yet. But. It's awkward, yeah, yeah. but you have to. Yeah, really, yeah, exactly. for the integrity. Yeah. yeah, or it just fizzles yeah. out naturally, and you don't yeah. have to say anything. Yeah. <laughs> just, I've yeah. had that. Yeah. Yeah. that with Toby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've probably been on both sides. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, but there's a good there's a good point sort of going back to that that the episode you did with Los Contreras. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Where he mentioned about collaborations, and he said a lot of like producers will hit him up for collaborations and that, and he's like pretty much predominantly a sample guy isn't yeah. he? he just like pretty much does samples and when he works with mm. Maka he's like the drum guy and he does like synth work and everything oh yeah yeah but he said didn't he about collaboration and it's almost like he's got people that sort of hit him up and they'll send him a sketch and say like oh I wondered if you wanted to jump on this I think it really sounds like you and he's like yeah oh, but yeah. I don't want it to sound exactly like me. Yeah. If I work with someone else, I want them to bring something else to the table. Yeah, because yeah, they like do the laws a bit for him. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 it's like, yeah. what do you want me to do? Yeah, that's, that's my thing. It's funny that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's funny that you <laughs> mentioned laws as well because he's actually one of those guys who we, well, we've got like two or three ideas together that we've worked over for I'd say a good two, three years. Like okay. we've been, I've been going to his nice. house. He's been going to mine when I was up north, and we got so far with with, with a few of them. But then I think it just kind of fizzled out. But I don't think it's the end. I think we're going to come back and, and, and yeah. smash him out. Yeah. But I think he's very busy. Uh, he's, yeah. He's got a kid now. Yeah, he's got his daughter. Uh, he does a lot of DJing off. and he works as well. And it's like, I think uh, it's just kind of lack of time between us both that it hasn't worked out yeah. yet. Mm. Uh, yeah. But we've got to get something together because we've been on about it for years and I've known him since, like I said, I went to uni in, in Leeds. Um he was like one of the main, the first guys I met yeah. who played my tunes out in, I think he did play my tune out in Canal Mills uh, for hospitality. 
which, funnily enough, was the first time I met you as well. Yeah, was uh, I working at Canal You were working Mills at Canal yeah, Mills. Yeah, oh, nice. I literally messaged Loz. This was like 2015, I think. I messaged yeah, Loz and I said, right. can you... Um, I'm a tune out if I send you send you it. And at this point, he only mixed on CDs. Yeah. And uh, he was like, I've only got CDs. If you burn a CD today and pass it, pass it, <laughs> pass it, pass it to me in the crowd, oh, I'll play days. it. And I was like, I'm going to do that. So I went to Sainsbury's, Head and Lee, or whatever, got a got a CD. Yeah. Burned nice. a couple of tunes to it, and literally just went up to went up to him during the night and gave it to him, and he just slipped it straight in, and it was the next track he yeah, played. That's wicked. And I nice. was just like, that was the first time my track had ever got played out in like a, a proper venue. Yeah, so, yeah. and that is a proper venue. Like Canal Mills yeah. has a hefty system. Doesn't yeah, it? So yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then after the gig. I was chatting to him in the smoking area and he was like, oh, have you met Toby Colossus yet? Like, he's a proper sound guy, you need to meet him. You need to meet him, I'm like, where is he? And he was like, oh, he's behind the bar <laughs> over there. Behind the bar, mate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've like, been there just like raving <laughs> yeah, away, yeah. throwing waters at people. So I went up to you and I was like, oh, you're a Colossus, aren't you? Yeah. And you were behind the bar working. I just yeah. thought, this is a mad night. Like, Because I'd obviously yeah. heard of you, I'd heard yeah, of Loz. Yeah. I was just meeting these people who I'd heard of for a couple of years. Yeah. Mm. And yeah. Uh, that's it, Leeds was like the great place for like the scene when I was when I was there yeah, it's a mad little place isn't yeah. it because it's a very small city but mm. it had such like a such a like hub of drum bass producers yeah. at yeah, the time yeah, yeah. massive I'm not sure what it's like now there probably is but a different generation yeah. though, I probably don't of, know them now yeah, sadly exactly, yeah. Yeah. but at the time yeah it was like I was, there was Revo yeah. Coherent myself and and um, it was before they blew up obviously yeah. it was Coherent yeah, yeah, yeah. massive on Shogun I believe at it? the time yeah because yeah. yeah. uh Josh Ackerman, he was at Leeds Beckett with me, kind of graduated the same year. And then yeah. Luke Nichols came down to kind of do, like a, I don't know, it was like a placement somewhere in Leeds. So they were in the same, in Headingley. Yeah. And it was just such a good kind of community all in one place. And it's sad, really, because I've not seen them now for for years, uh, Josh, and, Josh and Luke. Yeah. Like, uh, they did like... Um, some stream the other day, like on the island, on like the yes. the White Cliffs yeah, of Dover. Or something. Dover. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. uh, That's like the new that. trend, isn't it? Just to like <laughs> have like a DJ streaming with some mad backdrop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Seeing Monroe and like is it yeah. Paul and Bryce? Yeah. Camera and crooked. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sub yeah. Sub focus. Hey Mac on sledge as well, wasn't he? Yeah. Hey Mac on his on his yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. Dog sled. Yeah. That was mad. That's cool. I want to do one to be honest. That would be amazing. He made the news as well, didn't he? Yeah. He made the news in Canada. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if anything's gonna make the news it should be something like that to be fair yeah, yeah. yeah. it's feel good news concept. isn't it yeah, not definitely. yeah stabbings and yeah <laughs> so <good>. anyway yeah. <laughs> sorry <laughs> that lowered the tone yeah. right down oh yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah yeah it's good though i mean it, it goes again it goes back to what we we're saying about the community and it just i think it just shows you've got such a tight-knit community of these people that support each other and now you see all these same people doing well mm. yeah and, uh, it, it is true. I mean, like, I don't get to as many events nowadays, but even the first few I, I went to, I think the first one I went to, I still talk to people. I met there now and certain mm. people, like I met a few guys. Um, I met a guy called Felix uh, Clemson who ran mm. a label called Lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And, uh, yeah. I mean, they're, they're not running anymore. No. But he gave me, like, loads of support when I was setting up my labels and yeah, they yeah. invited me over to barbecues and stuff. Wicked, yeah. And, it's, and that was all just going, like, like you said, going to an event, Oh, have you met so and so? You go and shake their hand. That oh, nice to meet you, mate. Yeah, like add me up, and he just yeah, it's weird. Like yeah. you can you can not see that person for maybe four or five years. Like yeah. during COVID, like there's a couple of years, but then before that, maybe you you met them. I don't know, 2017, and maybe you, you bump into them now. They still remember you, and you still remember yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's mad. I thought everyone's going to forget about me after COVID. Like I'm going to go to these events, and people just won't remember who I am and that. Yeah. And and like when I went to the Quiz City last month, the festival. Mm. I just bumped into so many people I'd not seen for years and it was just like straight back to yeah. chatting like you were before there was no like you didn't have to kind of catch up it was just like you know it's just nothing's changed <laughs> yeah I thought everything would have changed after Covid but yeah, yeah. right back yeah. to it now if we? anything yeah everyone just bounces back yeah. anyway then yeah. Yeah. you need that yeah. release after, you can tell it was missed can't you yeah. you can oh, really God, tell it yeah. was missed yeah. I need to get back there myself. I like. I think I, I went to the very first one mm. in two thousand. I want to say it was two thousand and fifteen. Yeah, it probably was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was it was a, the it was a complete different uh, location. And yeah, but it was such it was such good vibes. But it was a yeah. lot smaller then. Yeah, it's, yeah. I'm, it looks a lot bigger now. It's bigger now. It's. Yeah. I mean, I never went to it then, but I've seen videos yeah. and stuff. Uh, um, but I must say, they, they do an incredible job of that festival. Like, yeah, yeah. you go there, and it doesn't matter whether you like. I know, jump up, dance floor, liquid, yeah. 
techie kind of music they cater for it all oh, like nice, yeah. the stage mm. that uh i was at the most was like the uh so uh lunar stage oh yeah, and yeah. With a, it's like a almost like a, um a greenhouse kind of thing oh, right. and they had like kairis playing they had like dj marky techno nice. all this like solid lineup all the way through and it's like the catering for everyone and just yeah. the general family atmosphere and vibe that you get from that it feels really community driven and nice yeah um everyone's very friendly and yeah, they do a, they do a great job of that festival, I must say. Yeah, yeah. So it's good to be part of it. Um, yeah. And I just yeah, hope I hope I go back, I can keep going back. Really. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure yeah. you will. To be fair. Oh yeah. It, it kind of leads on to a question I had planned. To be fair, I was going to ask about your favourite standout show you've played because mm. you've obviously played in England and in mm. internationally as well. I'm guessing is do you reckon Liquidity's up there? I think it's got to be got to be up. I like I really enjoy my gig. I think this is my favourite gig since. Um, the COVID days, like it was my favourite gig back yeah. last month. It was just, it was in the solar stage, so it was the second one. There's like the, the Luna, which is a smaller one, then the solar, and then there's the Galaxy, which is the big one. Um, and I don't know, like, I was playing at like two two fifteen on a Sunday, and I just thought, I don't know, if anyone's even going to turn up. To be honest, like it just felt yeah. like Sunday, mm. everyone's flagging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Lower was playing before me, and like I think because of that, like I had my mate playing before me, and I just kind of. Everything just felt good and people turned up, loads of people turned up. And it was just a good vibe. And the good thing about liquidity is you feel like you can play anything you want. Like you can you can play slightly more dancey tunes, you can play liquid techie tunes. Everything seems to go off there. Yeah. Whereas sometimes in the past, like if I'd play a night in, I don't know, or a bus station in Leeds, I'd be like, I'm, I've got to be playing like, you know, headsy the headsy shit. liquid yeah. that people want to hear. See, this is, oh God, got, what, how much can I say here? I think this is my great <laughs> with a lot of like the Leeds crowd though. Yeah. Because like it gets boring just playing that headsy stuff. It's like I get yeah, everyone headsy stuff. I think it's just Leeds. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah, it probably, might even UK. be a UK yeah, thing. It, yeah, it's yeah. a UK thing, but I think Leeds at the time when I was there did have it quite bad. Where, because yeah, for example, yeah. just sorry to butt in, but I remember like Ramses B, he, yeah. he has never, still I'm pretty sure never played in Leeds yeah, because yeah, yeah. his music just wouldn't be welcomed mm. anywhere oh, of course, because yeah. of his style. And, and I just think that's just, that's, yeah, sad. that's what I mean. That's a shame. Yeah, Ramses a shame, B, yeah. probably bigger than like half the artists on any of those lineups. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, he'd be in the crowd just like chilling. Yeah. And I'd and be like, what, what's happening here? Well. Yeah, yeah, he's <laughs> such a sound guy. Yeah. And uh, it's just like, I think I think I think he did play I think Wilson gave him a gig yeah. at one of the overflows, like he three did, overflows. He did the warehouse one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and he played it and people turned up like yeah. who wouldn't normally be there for that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was really good, but it, it, there was a kind of you know, it went from like, I don't know, heavy stuff to uh -huh. his music. And but you could you could see there was like a, a difference in like it switched kind of quite a, quite it was quite a big switch. Yeah. So I understand where it's coming from, but I think why not gradually get more artists that are kind of Bridge that bridge that gap. Yeah, and then right. and then it doesn't feel as like sudden. Yeah, feel you know, yeah. shocking. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, why does it have to always be kind of like these, you know, these heavy, these kind of heavier yeah. artists? And, I think um, you used to see it a lot more back in the day as well, where like the lineups would be quite varied, whereas now yeah. it's like you know full liquid lineup, yeah. full yeah. newer lineup, yeah. and so on. Yeah. And that's when, like, especially when you look at liquidity lineup, sometimes you see an artist that's dark and you're like, oh, really? Yeah. yeah. But that's the good thing about liquidity, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it yeah. does work. Like, they do time it right. So. Yeah, exactly. So the um, energy goes up. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, I think you got to, that's what, that's what I respect about, like, when you go and play abroad. There's less of that kind of, uh, you've got to fit a criteria. It's got to fit a kind of um, yeah. preconceived idea of how it should be. It's like, you know, you, especially Belgium as well, or like... Um, even places like I played a gig in Barcelona once, and uh, I think there a drum and bass night is quite rare. So if there is one, it's like there's no particular like style. Yeah, they just embrace. It's just drum race. and bass. Yeah, exactly. And so it doesn't matter if it's jump up, liquid, dance yeah. floor. People are just there for a drum and bass night, and I think there's something kind of nice about that. Like, yeah, yeah, mm, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and yeah, you play what you want and you don't yeah. have to feel like you play anything that you don't want to play or yeah. fit in a kind of, you know, fit in a mould. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I think, I think that was one of my favourite gigs, this, you know, since coming back from COVID. But I remember doing um, a gig. I've done a few, few good gigs in London, actually, back in the day. And I really liked uh, Liquidity. Uh, did Brixton the Electric Brixton for oh, Liquidity yeah, London yeah. Yeah, yeah. with Monroe. That's about, that was cool. And uh yeah, you know what? Like, 
I've never said like, oh, that's my favourite ever gig of all time because it's hard to. Yeah, yeah. I guess you get different yeah. memories and experiences from you each do. one kind of, right? And it's like, you know, if if you've had a gig where there's maybe 500 people there and it's rammed and everyone's going off, sometimes like it doesn't specifically mean that like that was your favourite gig because it's how you feel and how you feel the vibe like yeah. on the yeah. day. Uh-huh, totally. So. Busier doesn't mean exactly mean better or like yeah, yeah. you know mm. sometimes like really small gigs with like fifty people can be like the best gigs as well. Yeah, like, yeah. totally, totally. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's hard to pinpoint really. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, more, yeah, sorry. Oh, sorry. No, no, you go. I was going to say, I guess how you. I mean, I don't know how much this is true for you, but I guess how well you feel you played as well when you mm. came off would affect that because I know yeah. some people get really anxious going up, don't they? I mean, yeah. I don't yeah. I don't DJ out, but I would be ridiculously anxious mm. if I didn't feel like I'd nailed it. Yeah. Even if everyone up. else loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, shit. That, that was, happened yeah. that happened to me. Uh I played a high tea event um in March. It was in Amsterdam, Melkweg, and I turned up and there was a DJ on before me. And she'd basically played with the sync buttons on on the CDJs. Oh, and she just didn't turn them off. Yeah. So I turn up and I'm playing my tunes, just about getting into the flow. It's a massive crowd there. And so in theory, like, it should be a great gig. Yeah, yeah. But I start loading my tune and, and it's like it's like halved in speed. And at the time, I've, oh, I've, I've never played. Oh, I've never played. Yeah. I've done a lot of gigs. I've never played where someone's left the sync button on. Yeah. And because yeah. it's different with CDJs, you just don't expect anyone to be pressing yeah, sync. Yeah, yeah. I completely... I got completely thrown off by it. So I was loading tune after tune and they're all half the speed. Yeah, and this yeah, went on yeah. for about 20 minutes. I was freaking out. I was like, yeah. what the hell is happening? Yeah. And I just I kind of just like went through each track and then I'd find one that wasn't and I'd be like, right, play that. But at this point, it was like four minutes 30 into the track. Oh, like, right. oh, switch oh, the yeah, blend, quick switch. Uh, and this happened mate. for 20 minutes yeah. and I was stressing. Oh, yeah, I was sweating. Like yeah, yeah. It's like oh, the anxiety God. of it. Yeah. <laughs> when, when no one's around either, you're just yeah. left alone on the decks yeah, and yeah. Turn around and no one's there. Yeah, just loads of people in front of you, and uh, and then it just clicked. I was like, "It's sync." That's it. And I saw the light flashes. I was like, "Pressed it, pressed it on that one." And then we were rolling. Then I was fine. Yeah, oh, like, but but I, it was like half an hour by that point. I'd been playing, just like ducking and diving, trying yeah. to like. Yeah. Was it was it an hour slot? You yeah, had as well, yeah. an hour slot. And that half an hour went like that. Like yeah. when I, you know, it always yeah. does when you get in the yeah, flow exactly. of it, yeah exactly yeah. And and then I finished. I just finished. And I was just like. I don't even want to like, I just want to go back to my hotel. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even feel like talking to anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was coming off with people like, oh, that was sick. I'm like, I'm thinking, are you just saying that? Like, yeah. just out of politeness. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't, I didn't want to, like, I couldn't believe that yeah. that was not sick. I was playing tunes out, yeah. both drops, yeah, and then mixing a the new one in. <laughs> and I was like... I think as a DJ, we often forget though that a lot of people that go to these gigs, like, like some of them obviously DJ, but a lot of them will just be there for the vibe and they True. don't particularly yeah. Yeah. not that they don't know any better, but, but they're just there for the vibe. But when you're going. backstage though, you're with oh, other producers. Oh, of course, yeah. And I was oh, I went backstage. Oh, yeah. yeah, so I went yeah, backstage yeah. after the show <laughs> and then people were like, Oh, nice one, man, like shake a man and that. Yeah. And I was just thinking, you're just like being polite. I know <laughs> yeah, you're not. Yeah, yeah. That was a shit gig. Yeah. And uh, the benefits of having a bit of clout <laughs> <in> the scene. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like and then I just feel like an imposter for the rest of the, the yeah, evening. It's yeah, like yeah. everyone comes back after these massive six sets and I'm just yeah, like, yeah. Oh, well, mine was all right, but, you know, yeah. <laughs> half an hour of it was... <laughs> but, and that's why then when my next gig came, I was like, right, I'm prepared now. No one better be leaving sync on it. I'll be, I'll be good now. And then, <laughs> I was going to say, I'll bet you checked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Stop flashing. <laughs> it happened, so it happened to Lower, when I mentioned that did the Christmas oh, bad. It happened to Lower before me. Because I was stressing about it again, like for the Christie Fest, I was thinking, make sure no sinks on. And then uh, Lower brings up a tune. <laughs> it's half the speed, and it's like, and but the thing is, right, it kind of sounded like it was meant. It was better happen. Oh yeah. So everyone started bopping like half time, and then and he started embracing it, and just like going for it, hands in the air. It was just full drop, just half the speed. That's how you want it. But I knew that it happened because I saw his head. He was shaking his head and all that. Yeah, yeah. And then you can just see like the fear in his eyes. It's awful, man. It's an awful feeling when that happens. But and then when I went on after him, I was like, yeah, that was why it happened. And he was like, oh crap. Yeah. I don't know how I haven't come across that before, but you know, like yeah. five, six years of doing gigs, no one has ever left the sync button on before me on, on yeah. CD. <laughs> Quality. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Did 
well, on the topic of uh, DJing still, um, do you do you kind of plan sets or do you kind of just like read crowds or do you do a bit of both kind of? Um, I have like a, I'll definitely plan a, um, yeah. a set list like from start uh-huh. to finish, but I won't, it's not religiously followed. Yeah, like riff uh, off of it. If, yeah, oh, I'll have yeah. like, I'll have like five tunes that are all the same key and then I maybe play two or three of them. And then I'll jump to another one, and then another key, and then just kind of it's 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 not structured in that sense. It's it's just there to kind of guide me along, yeah. like, and I can, and if I suddenly think right, I need to play something heavier, you just jump to your heavier tunes. And yeah, yeah. There's no yeah. real, like, you know, this track has to be played after this track. You know? Yeah. And when you know your tunes inside out, you kind of. Um, you just know what works, so you don't need, you know, you know, okay, I can jump, jump to that one now and that'll work. Like, you don't need to kind of plan it out as much. Yeah, totally. The only time it throws me off is when you, you put like, I don't know, 10, 15 new tunes in a set. And um, I think it takes a while to learn your tunes properly and know exactly yeah. when when to bring them in and take them out. Um, so I, I try and make it so that I always have at least maybe two-thirds tunes that I already know. Yeah, and then maybe a third of tunes that are a bit newer. Yeah, yeah. Because you need those safety nets, like you can yeah. Yeah. go back to if you yeah, if yeah. you need it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'd say a bit of both. It's it's not yeah. just see what happens, but it's kind of it's structured, but it's not religiously kind of followed from start to finish. Yeah, it's, yeah. It can change. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the same for the art and soul mixes as well, or all oh, those, that is, those are completely so bad. they're they're uh, the thing is about them. I find it hard. I, I I listen to music all week and try and kind of uh, gather tunes, but I don't obviously know them very well because yeah. I've just heard them a couple of times and I'll throw them in my yeah. record right. box. Yeah. So that is literally just playing the track and then just switching it out, improvising. Yeah, there's there's yeah, no yeah. real You can planning. get away with that though, innit? Because yeah. it's like a similar kind of thing as like London Electricity's podcast, right? Where you can have a little bit of a chat mm. and yeah, it's more about yeah. showcasing the tracks. Yeah. Yeah. It's not about like, right now, listen to this sick blend, lads. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll go from like a 118 BPM tune to like a 140 BPM tune. It's like, I'll just mix in on the like the breakdowns or something. You know, it's yeah. just... Yeah. just, yeah. just doesn't really need to be anything more, does it, to be honest? Yeah. And if anyone judges you off your DJing on that, then, you yeah. know, it's, <laughs> it's not anything to go by, is it, yeah, really? No, exactly, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, it's good fun. I've, I've not actually done one for a few months because I've just been super busy, but... Um, well, adjusting to a new city, man. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. let yeah. you off for that. <laughs> I, I think what I did, I shot myself in the foot because I labelled every single one as... Mo- like the month so it'd be like May uh, yeah. June, July oh, yeah of course yeah. what I should have done is just been like episode one episode yeah. two episode- yeah. and then there'd be no pressure to yeah. put one out every single month religiously yeah. it'd just yeah. be like oh this is the next episode <laughs> it oh, sounds, so like, it sounds like us <laughs> we kind of did a whole thing of like a series thing yeah, so yeah each been... year was like a season yeah, so technically season, yeah. this is season three yeah right. that's probably my fault today. yeah <laughs> that's your fault before you left us yeah. <laughs> so technically now we're on what episode this, this episode is apparently three season three episode four yeah although usually we used to do it once a month so apparently it's April it's April guys yeah yeah yeah. we can pretend it's April yeah yeah that's it I think I kind of really pin yourself down putting a month on it yeah and I I genuinely do have people messaging because I always think (laughs) yeah I always think like people listen but no one really gives a shit but uh Yes, like I've had like three or four people message on Instagram saying when's the next one, and those people spur me on to do it again. Yeah. But yeah. then there's a point now where even just like a few people saying do it, it's like I don't know, do I have to dedicate like a whole <laughs> yeah. couple of days of my time? Yeah. Yeah. Just to please four people, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, like, yeah. It's like I, I really appreciate that they like it, but yeah. sometimes it's just like uh, life just gets in the way. But yeah. and I've been cr- put by. Cr- creating music instead of doing that because like yeah. I feel like that's what I need to do right now just be in the studio yeah, which yeah. I think yeah. people would probably appreciate more than, yeah. than yeah. that well, it's yeah. where the energy is as well yeah. if your yeah. energy's not in mixing then mm. you shouldn't have to do like you say yeah. you shouldn't have to do that because people want it it's, it's really nice that they do mm. but yeah, yeah. your mindset has to be there as well otherwise yeah, why, I'm, why like are you chore. doing it uh, yeah. yeah exactly I'm a bit yeah. of a it does yeah. feel like it can feel like like I love Picking the tunes and playing them, and I, after I've done a, done one, I'm so happy with it. Yeah, but yeah. it's like it's that kind of feeling when you when you kind of like, oh, I've got to do that tonight. Oh, yeah, I really could just like chill out instead, and it's like, oh, I've got, no, I've got to do it. I've got to do it, and it's like mm-hmm. the the whole preparation of it, and everything, um, and even like I'm not a natural kind of speaker, so I almost have to like 
just kind of like get myself psyched up for actually just you know hosting it as well yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's different so, on your own isn't yeah yeah it, it takes like, a lot of energy this, this is too about yeah, casual, it's even you know? better face to face yeah exactly yeah. but yeah when it when it's just you yeah but i'm really i really love the music I play and i'm not kind of you know saying oh i'm not passionate about it because i am um but yeah it's just uh at the moment uh you know lots of things are happening and just yeah, yeah. it's just naturally not, not happening at the moment but yeah i want to I bring it back i want to bring it back in maybe, maybe next month or something nice man yeah yeah. Yeah, like you say, as long as you don't just put pressure on yourself to do it, and it'll come when mm. it's ready to come. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Stuff. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's very good. How long have you guys been doing this? Then? Season three now? Season yes. three. So yeah. we started. It's, through it's a bit of a story, isn't it? <laughs> so, <laughs> the tale, yeah. yeah. It happened when I met Jack, and I used to host a show called The Delight Cast, which was mm. on Delight DMB's YouTube channel. Right, okay. I yeah, do. Yeah. I do an hour set and then I'd ask someone to do a mix. And mm. I invited Jack and Damien Enoch to do a mix. And then I interviewed them. Mm. And for some reason, we got on well. Um, and Jack was just like, oh, I've been thinking of making a podcast for Bay Six. But mm. rather than it being a podcast in terms of a mix, it was a talk show. And that was 2018? Nice. No, 2019. Yeah, 2019. I think it was early 2019. Yeah. Mm. So then we did all of 2019 as the Basics podcast. Then we were just like, okay, look, we need to move this away from Basics. Mm. Yeah, because it wasn't music and people were getting a bit confused. It was going up on the Basics SoundCloud. Yeah. And, that yeah. People and everyone like, was sending you tunes yeah. being like, oh, I'll play this on the podcast. Yeah, it's like, yeah well, that happened not a lot. listen yeah. to it then. <laughs> because originally it was a music podcast yeah. and I'd had yeah. mixes from people. Yeah, hadn't yeah. You had like seven mixes, right? I think so, yeah. yeah. Mm. Like guest mixes, other people would just send a mix and we did the artwork and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A bit like we do now with the, the mixes. But. Yeah, exactly. And then 2020, we were just like, all right, we'll start a stink breaks. It was me, Jack, and then Damien Enoch. Toby was a guest episode two. On episode two, yeah. Then you covered for me yeah, on three, so. covered for Jack on covered five. Jack. Then we were just like, all right, look, he's just a host now. He's yeah. part of it. They couldn't, yeah, they couldn't <laughs> get rid of me. Yeah. We were just like, look, he, we're going to keep asking him to cover. He might as well just join us. I swear yeah. again. All along. He's waiting. Yeah. Yeah. And then Jack him. left. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Jack and Enoch left because of me. Uh, yeah. Yeah, was yeah entirely what it was. And then, <laughs> no, I, I had... I, had a daughter, a new daughter, oh, wow. and that obviously took up loads of time. Nice. Totally, yeah. She doesn't oh, take well. up time anymore, and that's why he's here. <laughs> yeah, she, no, does. <laughs> she does. Love her to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember listening to yeah these podcasts, and like I just felt like it was something nice. I listened to it before I went to bed. Actually, just kind of like it's a bit of oh, soothing. Nice. Uh, nice. Yeah, ASMR. it was yeah. Good yeah. Way, yeah, a bit oh, of ASMR. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I really, yeah, they're really good because it's like you can you can hear that you're all good mates and that. Um, I also yeah. did one of these, but with um, last week liquid. Yeah, yeah, Simon. Yeah, yeah, all done one. Have we done with them? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, that, was that his first? You spot? were number you one. Were, you were number two, I believe, yeah. and I was number thirty-three. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, yeah, Simon actually um, was a bit of a co-host on yeah, um, so Stink for a little while. When Still we went on as Stink Breaks uh, on Simon's show, he came on as Last Week Liquid. Mm. And then we just asked him, like, if you want to come, up, come back, you know, because we do, <laughs> we do guest episodes, but we also do, like, quite, um, you know, round table, mm. just a host chat. And we as thought, you probably know, just the yeah, chatty, waffly yeah. kind of ones. Yeah, yeah. So we thought, you know, Simon, why don't you just join us for some of them? And he did. Um, he joined for quite a few, didn't he? He did a few, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's yeah. currently traveling around in... Well, he's... Um, yeah, I saw him at Liquicity. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. He actually had a... He had like a radio booth there. That, yeah. He, oh, yeah. He did Telematic and them guys. Yeah, he did Telematic. I remember chatting to him. We were having some lunch. I remember chatting to him and he was like, I, I might be able to get next guy to... Um, to record him and do a podcast of him. That would be insane. That's I know, a big and dream, isn't it? And he had, I know, and he had all these questions planned, and I think it just kind of, from what I, know, what I saw, like, I think the next guy was just in and out. Oh, did the festival. Oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a shame, because I, I know he's like a massive fan next of him. Yeah, his idol, I right? Yeah. I'm pretty sure he even mentioned on an episode when we were like, oh, who would be your dream guest? Yeah. I think he even said next guy. I think he yeah. said that's like, next guy's the reason he even got into yeah, DMB as yeah, a whole. Yeah. So oh, that's a shame, man. I feel for but, him. Um, but I hope he keeps up. But I think he said that he's going to take a bit of a break from it. Yeah, he did put that. And he's worked really hard. He's worked yeah. so like, hard. Every week. So good, though. Wasn't it like yeah. episode 70 or something by yeah. the time he ended? Yeah. Yeah. to shame, man. He, he, <laughs> he really got a good name <laughs> for himself because yeah. I, I, was, I was just sat uh, with Woody chatting, Everwood, and uh, yeah. he was just like, oh, by the way, Mill Street's here, you know, at Liquidity. And I'm like, oh, what, have you seen him? Like, yeah, sorry, man. It's like, I think the fact that he's managed to kind of like become known by yeah, these artists. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Means that he must be like really like standing out to them, like yeah, asking yeah. the right questions and And surely that's gonna 
help with his whole music side. Yeah, yeah, well. yeah, yeah, exactly. Because people are calling him by his alias as well. Yes, like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's already got a foot in the door now. Yeah, yeah totally. Mm, fair play to him. Yeah, good. yeah, well deserved. Good guy. Definitely. It's good though. I mean, at the end of the day people want to know that kind of stuff and when I first got into drum and bass you didn't even know what half the producers yeah. like you yes. like looked yeah. like yeah. Yeah. sounded like yeah. how they worked yeah. what software yeah. they used it was exactly. all alien and in a way it, the mystery was quite nice looking back yeah. now yeah. you know everything and there's only a few really that do keep quite close yeah because even yeah. even got like break on there yeah and it was yeah. just interesting yeah. Yeah. it was interesting just seeing him and hearing him speak to be honest yeah. Yeah. So I don't think I've ever even heard him speak before yeah, yeah. and just like seeing like this is a, a really ordinary guy just kind of making tunes like everyone yeah. else yeah you yeah. know yeah, exactly. making very good tunes but like it's just yeah I know what you mean the mystery is kind of taken away yeah but yeah. it's nice to see it like it's cool to see I think it's it. kind yeah. of inspiring for people like hearing yeah. these kind of podcasts where you realise like oh this artist I look up to is just a regular yeah. person like yeah. me yeah. they've yeah, got a night to get five it, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. you go through the same struggles as everyone else yeah, yeah. exactly yeah and it is really hard to put people on a pedestal or it's really hard not to yeah. put these people mm. on a pedestal yeah. and then you know even something like this we could ask you a question you could say oh well this is how I do it and mm. this is what I do and it's really hard to not think oh, that must be the only way to do it. Yeah. And, and I guess at least these kind of things, and Simon's one, and there's probably others, at least yeah, they kind of demystify now. that a little yeah. bit. And it's, it, yeah, it is inspiring. I, I find them inspiring, definitely. Yeah, that's really cool. Well, we are nearly at the end of the episode. Wow. Uh, yeah, that yeah, that Jesus We're Christ. 55 yeah. minutes in. Wow. <laughs> Can you believe that? That's yeah. mad. Um, but yeah, I, we could squeeze one last little topic in, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, obviously, if people know the name Aperio, they also know you for your bootlegs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. How Does It Feel by London Grammar. Absolute banger. Ah, Switch. Big Pig, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big That's the one. Yeah, yeah. That's the one. Really good bootlegs. What do you think like makes a great bootleg? It's something similar we asked Loz, so we can yeah. just get your take okay. on it as well. I think you've just got to really like the tune. Like, Don't just pick any tune just because yeah. it's got yeah. an acapella online or something. Yeah, yeah. I think you've got to really be inspired by the original. Mm-hmm. And I think I don't think it needs too much. I think it just needs your take on it. And um, yeah. for instance, like... Uh, I did one of, there's a singer called Holly Humberston who I yeah. uh, saw at uh, Glastonbury. I really like her stuff, really good singer. Um, and I just, I was like hunting all over the internet for the, just like the track or like the acapella or anything I could get. Um, and and I was like, oh, where is it? Where is it? And I went on a SoundCloud just off the, on, on the off chance and she'd actually put the acapella up herself. Wow. Oh, nice. On SoundCloud and the comment was just, have a play around, see what you can do. And I was like, nice. wow, yeah, she's on nice. a plate now. Yeah, I am yeah. doing this. <laughs> and, and you know, I went into it not expecting a cappella. I was expecting to just like take the original and like almost sample it. But uh, yeah. got the a cappella and I just went to town on it and did everything that I thought you know, it, it needs for a D&B track. And it just felt natural and it was done in two days. And I think it was because I had passion for the original tune. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, That's what yeah. made it so easy. Uh-huh. If I try to remix a tune that I don't like... It's just, a, it's like a chore, you know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think what makes a good bootleg is actually, A, thinking, right, this can work as D&B. Yeah. And B, really, like, feeling it as the original as well. Uh-huh. Like, respecting the original. Yeah. And um, I think that's what I always do. I kind of always like to just enhance it. Yeah. And it's more like an edit, if anything. Yeah, than like a, keeping true to the yeah. original. Yeah. yeah. A little lick of it. Yeah. On it. It's the same with a big pig. Uh, one because that was already kind of like it was an indie rock tune, but it had DMB drums, yeah, big pig switch. And uh, I just thought that could really like do with being a bit longer that drop or a bit yeah, more of a yeah. clubby mm. bass. And uh-huh. that's exactly what I did, just threw it out there. Um, mm. and it seemed like people kind of liked that one because it um kind of did quite well on SoundCloud. And, and I think that's it as well, you just kind of put it up and leave it and let it do its thing and see what yeah. happens, you know. And, and some blow up, some don't do that well. It just depends, really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess no. they work well for live sets as well. Yeah, oh, got, yeah. Especially at the bigger stages now. You've got yeah. people yeah. that recognise the original. Yeah. Because the, the Lola's theme mm. one gets reposted onto my like, SoundCloud stream every now and then. <laughs> Does it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's still going around. Yeah. That was another one where, yeah, it's still somehow doing the rounds. Yeah, yeah. And I heard it played at Lacrissi. I think like NCT played it or something. And I'm thinking, like, yeah, it's because it's just that kind of party, mm. feel good tune, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And I feel like it's one of those tunes where, I don't know, it's like it's, you don't need to 
like absolutely love it. You just need to kind of um, I don't know. It's it's a bit of a feel good tune, really. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and for me, it just kind of worked to 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 do it and and get it out there. But an interesting fact about the vocals actually for that bootleg I did, they're just completely different vocals from a different singer. Okay. But I just kind of I kind of just like found them. Yeah. And with all the uh, like I managed to sample the very original soul trap that the strings are from. Oh, yeah. Um, nice. And, and when I put it all together, it just like, actually, I can get away with that. It sounds yeah, like the original. Yeah, yeah. That's Definitely. clever, yeah. But it That's wasn't, it's just a different singer singing it, yeah. Um, that's a really cool bit of insight that. Yeah. Well, I think that's another good thing that I like about doing bootlegs is you can really be crafty and get away yeah, with yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I like, like, like being quite crafty with like, I'll take that from there. I'll take that from here and bring it together. Yeah. And see if anyone realizes, anyone recognizes it or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I love bootlegs. I feel like that's probably the easiest, like most naturally kind of uh, easy tunes that come to me are just like making making bootlegs and remixes. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I do them all the time if I could. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah. you are very good at it. So. <laughs> I appreciate that. But, um, um, yeah. So on the subject of bootlegs, we were actually talking about this yesterday from the time recording with our community. And um, we got a bootleg that came in, and it was a bootleg of an ambient track, which was just mainly like a massive pad. Yeah. Uh, drums, bass, and so on were added. Yeah. And it, I started asking the um, audience, uh, what do you guys look out for that makes you think, oh, I want to bootleg this? So I want to throw that to you. So, so what, what, uh, what sort of elements sort of uh, catch your ear to make you go, oh, yeah, you know, I have a crack at that? I think for me, it's, it's got to be like uh, the vocalist as well. Like, I think the, the female vocalist, like, I'm, I'm a sucker for a female vocalist. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so there's that. And there's also, it's got to kind of be, I don't know, it's got to kind of hit me. Like the chords, chords is a big thing. Like, yeah. Mm. The like, emotional yeah, the emotion. It's taken you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, and just little things like that where it just really, it's, it's playing in my head all the time. Like I hear it on the radio and yeah, I'm just hearing it and I'm yeah. thinking, this is on and on in my head and I'm, I'm enjoying like listening to it every time I hear it. And I just think, I want to be part of that process like in some way. I'm jealous that whoever made that track has made it and it's out yeah. there. I almost yeah. want to be like part of it in some way. Yeah. So I'm just going to go and bootleg it and just <laughs> try and add to it, you know, yeah. any way I can. Yeah. The dream would be to do that. And then put it on SoundCloud. And then you suddenly get hit up by like the original artist. Yeah, and the like, yeah. yeah. and the like. Let's yeah. make this official. Yeah, make it. That'd yeah. be that'd be the yeah. dream. Yeah, yeah. And then you're in there with them. Then and it's like, oh, by the way, I've got this as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be great. Yeah. But you just got to keep doing them, I guess. Yeah, man, amazing stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've officially hit the hour mark. Oh, yeah. um, wow. So what a wonderful chat. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, yeah thank you for yeah. coming on. Thank you. No um, worries. Before we wrap up, do you want to plug yourself to the lovely people over there? Um, yeah. You know, socials and all that good stuff. <laughs> yeah, you can follow me on there, Instagram, Aperio uh, underscore UK, and uh, basically in the studio at the moment, writing loads of music. I've got some good singers uh, lined up that I'm going to be w working with and recording them in the next couple of weeks. Awesome. And I think because of the way things are in the scene at the moment, like I think there's quite a wait for tunes to be yeah. put out on labels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can't pinpoint a date when my new music's going to be out. But once it's recorded and polished up, I'm just going to send it out and see who wants it. Um, Beautiful. And then maybe maybe the end of this year or maybe the start of next year, I'll, 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 be, I'll have a new EP or something. Uh, that's the plan. I think I had a bit of a break and yeah because of the move to london it was quite quite a big break um but really inspired again now i think nice festivals yeah, yeah. and just being in a creative yeah, area yeah. i live with creative people i live with music producers as well so yeah yeah just watch this space i guess and nice. um, and stuff. we can't wait yeah, <laughs> yeah. and is there anyone you want to give a shout out to you know you've got the space feel free. yeah uh well just big ups to all to the people who listen to my music really because the people nice. who comment on stuff and like tell me to do more art and soul sessions <laughs> yeah they all yeah. it all counts it all matters and i appreciate yeah, totally. it you know it's like when one day you can feel a bit uninspired and you get this comment or message it just makes you remember why you even do it you know why yeah. you even make music so feedback's always very much welcome yeah nice so big Sweet. ups yeah <laughs>
Nice. And yeah, that wraps us up, doesn't it? That wraps us up, indeed. So um, yeah, if uh, you guys have enjoyed this episode, podchaser.com slash stinkbreakspodcast, podchaser.com slash stinkbreakspodcast. Any review helps, so please let us know we are the best thing since sliced bread. I said said it in person. There we go. There we go. We should have brought some bread and then sliced it. Like a slice of Warburton's, you know? Um, Out of all places. I don't know why I went for King's Meal. But yeah, um, if you want to catch us, we are live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash thinkbreaks. That is Fridays at 8.30 UK time. Uh, Feedback sessions at the end of every month. There's currently production sessions. Shodan and I are currently continuing working on our collab, which is sounding proper naughty. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, watch out for that. Also community night and just general good vibes with our community. Um, Am I missing something? Uh, rate us on Spotify yes. uh, audio listeners that'd be perfect <laughs> Apple, about that. Apple Music or Apple Podcast yeah. should I say yeah you can um, only do that on mobile though can't you on mobile yeah, yeah. so make so sure you get rate your mobiles out give us the old five stars you know what to do um, apart from that uh, that's it I think that's everything that we need to shout out about um, so yeah. yeah we've been Think Breaks Thank he's you been Aperio and you have been wonderful thank you very much see you next time thank you guys. see ya. <laughs>